Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Jesus, you are Lord. Jesus, you are King. Jesus, you are everything. Jesus, you conquered death. You conquered the enemy. And now Satan is under our feet. Darkness is under our feet. Sickness and disease. It's under our feet. Every work of the enemy. It's under our feet. In the name of Jesus. Precious Jesus. We welcome you, Lord. We thank you for your presence. Perfect love casts out all fear. We stand in your presence without fear. Without doubt. Without any uncertainty. Our hearts are full of faith. We look to the one. The son of the living God. We look to Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Jesus. We welcome you. We ask you to have your way. Touch every heart. Change our lives. Thank you, Father. We love you, Lord. Because you first loved us. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. One more time, lift your hands. In your own words, let the Lord know how much you love Him. Give the Lord an offering of praise now. The fruit of your lips. Giving praise to His name. We're, we're full of thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can take your seats. Go ahead and tell somebody next to you that you love them. Jesus loves you. Your church family loves you. And we welcome all of you again. If anybody came a little late who's here for the first time, we're glad you're here. God bless you. God has good things for us. And we're going to look into his word now. So, hope you have a Bible. Amen. Amen. It's the word of God. It's alive. It's full of power. 
जीवन बुद्धि It enables us to reign in life. And it is literally how we let the Jivan must shashan garna ko lagi sahayta garsa. That's the will of God for all of us. And if only she could itcha hotiyo, hami sabai ko lagi. That we would reign. Ki hami shashan garo mani. That we would be victorious. And hami vijay hau banira. God wants us to have victory in every area of our life. For me, she let cha hano huncha hami le hamro Jivan ko har ek chhetra ma vijay prapt garna sakhe. Amen. Amen. And as we've seen the last few weeks. And just say hami le bite ko ek dui hafta haru mahi. The book of Proverbs. अनि हितो उपदेश को किताब बात है. Is a book of wisdom. अनि यो चे उटा बुद्धि को किताब है. Full of kingdom revelations. अनि परमेश्वर को राज्य को प्रकाश हरुले भरी एको चा. That's what we've been talking about. अनि focusing on. तेसे को बसे मामले कुरा गरी रहे को चाऊ तेसे मामले ध्यान लगाई रहे को चाऊ. Finding God's wisdom for our lives. परमेश्वर को बुद्धि लाए हमरो जीवन को लागी प्राप्त करो. Especially as it relates to our faith. अनि विशेष करी जस्से ते हमरो विश्वास संग जोड़ी एको चाऊ. That's your devotion to the Lord. अनि तेसे परमेश्वर प्रति तपाईं को devotion हो समर्पण हो. God will also give us wisdom for our family. परमेश्वर ले हमें लास्ट में परिवार को विषय में अपनी तपाईं ला बुद्धि दिन हमरो फाइनेंस को लगे हमरो आर्थिक अवस्था को लगे रियली एवरी एरिया ऑफ आवर लाइफ हमरो जीवन को हर एक क्षेत्र को लगे वी हैवन्ट टॉक्ड अबाउट द मनी साइड येट अनि हामीले पैसा रुपैयाँ अथवा अर्थव्यवस्थाको विषयमा त हामीले कुरा गरिसकेको छैन बट वी गेट देयर तर त्यही हामी पुग्ने छौ वी हैव फोकस्ड अ बिट ऑन आवर फेथ अनि हामीले हाम्रो विश्वासको विषयमा ध्यान लगाएको छौ वी फोकस्ड ऑन द फ्यामिली अनि परिवारमा हामीले ध्यान लगायौ लास्ट वीक माय वाइफ डिड अ ग्रेट जॉब अनि बीतेको हप्ता मेरो पत्नीले असल So if you weren't here, you missed it. अनि तपाईं यहाँ उन्नतेन अनि तपाईं निगुमाउन गुमाई पठाउनु भयो. And today. अनि आजा. Again, we're going to talk about faith and family together. अनि आजा मी विश्वास र परिवार को विषय मामीले रकुरा गर्ने सम. These aren't just. You know, two separate departments in our life. अनि विश्वास र परिवार बनने चे हमरो जीवन को अलग अलग कोठा रो होइया. So your family doesn't compete with your faith. अनि तपाईं को विश्वास र तपाईं को परिवार को बीच मा कुनी प्रतियोगिता छाइना. You know, sometimes, especially when the kids are little. अनि कोई के बेला जब नानी रुसानु हुन्छा. They take a lot of our time. अनि उन्हीं अल्ले हमरो धेरे समय लान्छा. And we might feel like our faith life is suffering. अनि कोई के बेला मिला इस्तो लाख साल क्या हमरो � But your kids don't 
compete with Jesus. We just have to learn to bring our faith right into our family. So I remember sometimes I would get on my knees and pray and while I prayed the kids would climb on me. So they got to climb on daddy while daddy, daddy prayed. So you can do that too. We bring our faith home. We bring our faith to our family. And we're supposed to bring our faith into every area of our life. Without faith. Hebrews 11:6 tells us that it is impossible to please God. So here's a question. Can God be pleased? Is it possible for your life to be pleasing to God? Absolutely yes. It just takes faith. Without faith it's impossible to please him. So he's pleased with our life of faith. So we are people of faith. Amen. I'm looking at men of faith. I'm looking at women of faith. I'm looking at teenagers of faith. Even the tweens, faith tweens. Before you become a teenager. We've got kids around everywhere around here. Even the nursery. Faith babies. We're a family of faith. And we're made up of families of faith. Being full of faith means to be faithful. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20. It says a faithful man will abound with blessings. But whoever hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. Look at that first part again. A faithful man will abound with blessings. Who wants to be a rich man? Who wants to be a faithful man? Well, it's clear here that our pursuit should be faithfulness. More than a desire for riches. More than a desire for anything else. 
You'll be punished. See, the, 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 the blessing of the Lord makes rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. If you're faithful, you will abound with blessings. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Amen. Let's thank God for his word. And we'll continue. Father, thank you for speaking to us today. Teach us, dear Father, by your spirit. Your word is life. Your words are spirit and life. And Father, we thank you that you teach us today. Father, we pray for India. We speak blessings over this nation. All the leaders of this nation. We pray, Father, for Sikkim. For our city, Gangtok. We thank you that your perfect will is being done. In this place, just as it is in heaven. Father, every other city and state represented in this room. We thank you, Father, for your perfect will. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. An umbrella will protect us from rain. Or the sun. I think that's why umbrellas were first invented was for the sun. So it's it's good to be blocked from those things. Now we have a big umbrella outside. So no more rain while we're eating food. No more hiding from the sun. Enjoy the umbrella. <coughs> but there are some things we don't want to be blocked from. Some things you want being poured out on your life. And if it was raining blessings outside, and heaven was just pouring out blessings, then everybody would put their umbrella away. Right. We, we want that stuff on our lives. What would keep the blessing of God 
from our lives. What would block that flow from heaven? Let's look at Proverbs 28 again. This is a different translation. Verse 20. It says, Life's blessings drench the honest and faithful person but punishment rains down upon the greedy and dishonest. It's, it talks about being drenched with blessing. To be drenched means you're totally wet. Have you ever been drenched? Sometimes it rains so hard, it doesn't even matter if you have an umbrella. The rain is blowing from underneath. I don't know how it happens. Your feet are wet. Your, your shoes are wet. Your socks are wet. Your pants are wet. Even your undergarments are wet. Everything's wet. That's being drenched. And here it says that blessings can drench you. But, but what might hinder that? What might block heaven's blessing? The thing that makes the difference. It's identified right here. It is faithfulness. Faithfulness. More than anything else. If you can be known for your faithfulness. Because listen. Faithfulness attracts the blessing of God. Faithfulness will bring it to your life. You'll abound with blessing. You'll be drenched head to toe. Just dripping with blessing. If you're faithful. Faithfulness attracts the blessing of God to our lives. To be faithful means to trust in God. You're so full of faith. You just believe God will keep His word. You believe God's will will be done. And so you're willing to wait on Him. It involves being patient. When you're faithful, you don't mind waiting. You don't get in a hurry trying to make something happen for yourself. 
That gets us in trouble. Being faithful means that you trust God to you trust God to work it out. He, he's going to make certain things happen. So you don't have to make it happen for yourself. To be faithful means you allow Him to do His part and you remain ready to do your part. But if I'm unfaithful, it's going to block the blessings of God in my life. There's no avoiding it. Unfaithfulness is like having an umbrella when the blessings are falling down. We all want the blessing of God in our lives. You want God's blessing in your family. What's it going to take? We need faithfulness. We need faithfulness in our families. To be faithful, the opposite would be faithless. So am I faithful or faithless? Here's the question. How do I become faithful? How do I become faithful? It's all about what you believe. So if we're going to talk about family, how do I become faithful in my family? Well, what do I believe about my family? Your faith will work for you. Your faith will work for your family. Your faith will cause a, a flow of blessing in your life. But it just depends on what you believe. That's the question. What do you believe? Many times people are believing the wrong thing. Even God's people. It's amazing. God's people can believe the opposite of what God's word says sometimes. God's people believe what they see more than what they know in their hearts. It's possible to believe what you feel more than what God's word says. When the Bible says walk by faith, not by sight. Sometimes God's people do the very opposite. 
The fight of faith. It's all about persevering in our believing. Regardless of what I see. Or feel. Or what the circumstances say. To fight the good fight of faith. You persevere in your believing. And we refuse to move away from what God's word says. Relating to our families. And even in life, just in general. Many people believe the wrong thing. They believe things like this. It's too late. It's too late. Think about that. Yeah, that idea. Yeah, it's too late for us. We missed our chance. Please listen. We live by faith, not by chance. We're not hoping for chance. We're believing God. It's never too late for you. Some people feel like they're mar- in their marriage is too late. Nothing can change. There's straight from the devil. Nothing can change. You know? I'm old now. Look at my old man. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Nothing can change. Nothing's further from the truth. Anything can change. Anybody can change. It's never too late. Is that what you believe? Nothing can change. You believe it's too late Do you believe that you missed your chance? It's wrong. People think my best days are gone. They talk about the good old days. Those days are gone forever. Wrong. It's a lie. It's not true. Your best days are ahead of you. In the name of Jesus. That's what we believe. We're not looking back wishing it could be like it was in the old days. As good as it might have been, it can be way better ahead of you. If you plan on walking with Jesus, it only gets better for you walking with Jesus. Why? 
येशुसँग हिड्दाखेरि तपाईको आउने वाला दिनहरु अझ उत्तम मात्रै हुन सक्छ सम पीपल थिंक इट्स नॉट इवन वर्थ इट अनि धेरै जनाले सोच्छ आ यो त अब यो यसको मूल्य छैन यो गरेर फाइदा छैन लाइक व्हाट्स द यूज अनि के चाहिँ फाइदा छ लिविंग फर गॉड परमेश्वरको लागि जिउनु बीइंग लविंग माय फैमिली इट्स नॉट इवन वर्थ इट मेरो परिवारलाई प्रेम गर्नु के चाहिँ छ यसमा व्हाट्स द पॉइंट अनि के चाहिँ छ फाइदा छैन बीइंग फेथफुल विश्वास योग्य हुनु व्हाट गुड विल इट डू अनि यसले के चाहिँ राम्रो गर्ला र ऑल दीस आइडियाज अनि यो सबै सोचहरु देयर नॉट अनकमन त्यो चाहिँ असामान्य होइन दे आर फेथलेस कंक्लुजन अनि यो चाहिँ के हो भन्दाखेरि अविश्वास शॉर्टकट chapter 9 no padma look at this proverbs 91 see the birds are worshiping jesus in the background here worship jesus birds proverbs chapter 9 verse 1 says wisdom has built her house she's hewn out her seven pillars aha 
Wisdom knows how to build things. Wisdom has built her house. Wisdom builds God's way. And through wisdom you can build your house too. You can build your life. Your family. This is how we build the church. We build it in the wisdom of Almighty God. It says here that wisdom has hewn out her seven pillars. And today I want to show you the seven pillars of wisdom. If you will establish these seven pillars in your life, if you'll establish your life that way you will see the blessing of God in your family you'll see the blessing of God in whatever you do if you build it whatever it is if you build it wisely you build a business with wisdom build a family with wisdom if you build this way it will be blessed you'll see the, the blessing of God flowing more and more amen amen we want to be like the faithful and wise servant. Jesus spoke of that servant in Matthew 24. Verse 45. Jesus says, Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his Lord has set over his household? Who is the faithful and wise servant? That's who God's looking for. A faithful and a wise one. That's who he'll set over his house. He raises up these kinds of people. The faithful and the wise. They go hand in hand. Faithfulness and wisdom. The wisest thing you can do is to be faithful. Just be faithful. That is the wisest thing in the world. Of course, the opposite is also true. The most foolish thing I could do would be to be unfaithful. Amen. Amen. Faithfulness and wisdom. This must be the foundation of our lives. Alright, are you ready for the seven pillars of wisdom? I'm not convinced. You guys are pretty quiet out there. Are you ready? Okay, that was better. 
<laughs> Strong families are built on the foundation of wisdom and faithfulness. And this is how we build strong families. And really it would apply to anything else in life. The foundation must be wisdom and faithfulness. And there are seven pillars of wisdom. And we find them in the book of James. Chapter 3. And we're going to read verse 17. You'll need to open your Bibles for this one. And this is where we find what heavenly wisdom is. Heavenly wisdom. The wisdom of God. This is what it is. And it's in contrast to the so-called wisdom of the world. The world has their own idea of what wisdom is. But it's not pretty. The typical human wisdom or philosophy of this world. It's driven by envy. People are driven by selfish ambition. And the result is all the evil and disorder that we see in the world today. Look around the world. See all the problems. That's what the wisdom of the world will create. Because that kind of wisdom always puts yourself first. And when everybody puts themselves ahead of everybody else, then what do we end up with? We have billions of contradictory goals. Everybody's putting themselves ahead. But everybody else wants to get ahead. So what kind of mess do we end up with? And, and people, they, begin, they even make excuses. It's okay to hurt others. If it means I get what I want, then what does it matter? That's, that's the wisdom of the world. But the wisdom that's from above, the wisdom that comes from God, is very different. First, it's pure. That's the first pillar of wisdom. Pure. Purity. It means to be undivided. It means to be holy. It means to be unpolluted. This kind of wisdom is it's refined and it's focused on one thing. Purely on one thing. And 
Whatever God has called us to do. That's the focus of this pure wisdom. What is God's will? What does God want? We're undivided from that. Nothing is entering in, polluting our hearts from that. The wisdom from above is first pure. Bring this right into your home. Bring it into your family life. As a family. What has God called us to do? As a husband. What has God called me to do? For the children. What has God called you to do? That's the first pillar of wisdom. Having that purity of that wants nothing else but God's will to be done. The next pillar it says then it's peaceable. It's peaceable. Godly wisdom. It's peaceable or peace loving. When you walk in wisdom, it means placing a high value on resolving conflict. At home, Garma. am I a troublemaker or a peacemaker? The wisdom of God is peaceable. We seek peace. We establish peace in our lives. And we refuse to lose our peace. It's not wise to be disturbed all the time. It's not wise to allow things to come in and rob you of your peace. Where does your peace come from? The Prince of Peace. Jesus Christ, the one who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not in heaven changing all the time. Jesus doesn't have bad days. It doesn't happen. And if your peace comes from heaven, then you can live in peace. This is wisdom. To have peace. To be a peacemaker. Not a troublemaker. Amen. Amen. Wisdom is also gentle. Gentle. It means to be considerate. Not ready to fight, but ready to serve. 
We need to deal gently with people. Especially at home. With our family members. I have seen some people that are so sweet. Until they get home. And with those people that they are close to, like their family. That sweetheart becomes really rough. We need to deal gently with people. Don't be rough. Be a gentleman. Amen. Amen. I didn't grow up this way. I didn't have an example of this. I was standing in the middle of mom and dad trying to stop them from killing each other. There was no gentleness. I never saw a gentleman. But God has called us to gentleness. Amen. We can learn His way. We need to learn His way. Being gentle is wise. Having a gentle answer is wise. Being able to control my emotions, that's wise. And when I feel like exploding, I can just chill out. Be cool. Amen. Amen. The next pillar of wisdom. Number four. It says willing to yield. And that just means to be open. It means that you are reasonable. That you can actually be reasoned with. This also means to be submissive. That means you don't have to control everything. I don't have to control her. I'm open. That means I can listen. I'm ready to hear her perspective. I'm ready to listen to your point of view. I don't demand my own way. You know, some people's attitude it's like it's either my way or the highway. Right? If you don't want to do it my way, there's the door. And don't let the door hit you while you're going out. My way or the highway. I can't see it anybody else's way. My idea is the best. I'm right. And everyone else is wrong. Like, like everyone in the whole world. That's crazy. That's not wisdom. Wisdom can be reasoned with. 
Wisdom is open and willing to listen. We need that in our families. Listen to your kids. Men, listen to your wives. God knew you needed a helper. So let that woman help you. If you're wise, you know you need help. And if you shut her up, you have missed it. Amen. Amen. Pillar number five. Full of mercy and good fruits. Merciful. This, this represents all the good things that flow from living God's way. And, and mercy is being singled out here. As the primary good fruit we need. We need mercy. We need to be merciful. At home. With our families. We need to learn to show mercy. With our kids. Be merciful. Always remember. Mercy triumphs over judgment. The Bible says his mercy is new every morning, not his judgment. We don't wake up to the judgment of God every day. We wake up to the mercy of God. This is God's way. Are you thankful he's merciful? Thank God he has shown us mercy. We need to take that into our homes. And be merciful with the people in our house. No one looks forward to facing judgment. And your kids will avoid you if they think you're going to judge them. If I thought my wife was going to judge me every time I walked in the door, then I might think twice before walking in the door. Maybe I'll just go somewhere else. I don't want to walk into judgment. But if I know mercy is waiting for me, Come on, give me some mercy. I'll take that. We need that. 
We want that. Give that. Be full of mercy. Remember, this is how we build strong families. These are the pillars of wisdom. We've just got two more, so bear with me. You're doing good. Two more pillars. Can you handle it? Amen. You hungry for more? Alright. Pillar number six. Without partiality. It means showing no favoritism. Families suffer when there's favoritism. You know, when there's a Joseph at home. And, and he gets the nice coat. Right. Everybody else, all the brothers, they can just have ordinary things. But Joseph. See, Joseph is special. Come here, Joseph. I love Joseph. Yeah, these are my kids too. But Joseph gets all my attention. Man, the brothers hated Joseph for that. The brothers almost killed Joseph for that. There should be no favoritism in our house. Everyone is loved equally. We are impartial. Amen. Amen. So don't allow a Joseph, don't allow a Benjamin. You know, Benjamin, he was the youngest, he got all the food, all the good food. Did you read that this morning, Mamta? Yes, that was the one of the devotions for the at our house. Yeah. Benjamin got like five times as much as everybody else. Like why does Benjamin need five times as much? Is he just extra hungry? Well, he, he's growing. Give him more food. But when we show partiality, family members suffer. If you have two kids, love them both. The more kids you have, the more you gotta love them all. Share the love. Love equally. And remember, there's no caste system in heaven. God is not partial. God does not favor certain titles and certain people groups that people have. So if you want to marry a limbu, marry a limbu. That's what I did. 
Nobody judged me for it, thank God. So I don't know what, what caste am I, I don't know. There's no caste system in heaven. Amen. Amen. Married people, when you before, you know, you just gotta pick one. That's that's the key to marriage. Gotta pick one. There's lots of them. Find one that you like. Amen. And then move on. If being impartial is wise, then what would you call being partial? Well, we could think of some words. One is wise, the other, foolish, stupid, okay. there, there are some words. We want to be wise. Amen. Amen. Last pillar. Pillar number seven. Without hypocrisy. And that just means to be sincere. Be sincere. Just be yourself. God can use you if you are you. But if you try to be somebody else, God might have a hard time using you. So just be you. Be the best version of yourself. Amen. Amen. There's no need to fake anything. Some people they, they try to fake it till they make it. Don't fake anything. Trying to get what you want that way. Just be real. Amen. Amen. That means if people should be themselves, then we should love people for who they are. If you're supposed to be sincere, if, if you're just supposed to be you, then I'm supposed to love you for who you are. Not wait for you to be something else. If we love and love and love, you can love the hell right out of somebody. We accept people first. That's what God did. He accepted you first before you changed anything. And so we do it His way too. Just like Jesus. Amen. This is how to build a strong family. You build on the pillars of wisdom. Amen. Amen. Stand with me. We'll take a moment, just pray and thank God. And if you need prayer, 
We want to pray with you.